And I suppose it seems like whenever Bloemfontein Celtic tries to put out fires, they just keep being fanned. And the blaze just keeps spreading. Like wildfire, basically, at Siwelele. Now, this time it's the CEO, Kumbulani Kongo, that has left the club. Whether voluntarily or otherwise, he'll, he'll let us know. Reports were that he's resigned from the club, but as you heard from the club chairman, Max Shabalala, last night, he was retrenched. So which one is it? Which is which right now? Who's fooling who? All, all that we know at the moment is that the man who grew up at the club, as a player, as an administrator, has left Masogolar. It's rumored that he might be heading to the only province with the surname, uh, but we'll get to that. The questions are many, and only one man can answer them. He is the former Bloemfontein Celtic CEO, Kumbulani Kongo, it feels a bit weird saying the former Bloemfontein Celtic CEO, but good evening and welcome to the show, sir. All right, obviously Kumbulani is gone. That heartbeat will always tell you that there is nobody on the line. Um, so let's take a quick promo break and let's try and get him back on. I spoke to the technical team and also the, the, the emotion was, was a set, 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 set feeling. But yeah, it is what it is, and it happened the way it happened, and unfortunately life has to move on. So you were not granted a chance, just to get the clarity on this. You know, we love detail on the show, Kumbulani. You, you were not yeah. given a chance to say goodbye. No, I was, I was, Rob. I'm saying I did okay. meet everyone that I've mentioned now, yeah. From the staff, to the players, to the technical staff as well. All right, Kumbulani, just stay... Just on hold, I need to take a quick break, okay? Hashtag NSW. All right, we are in conversation with uh, the former Bloemfontein Celtic CEO, Kumbrani Kongo, and I am mindful that uh, if you're listening on Metro that you might have missed the intro to uh, this conversation. So, Kumbulani, uh, once again, I mean, thank you for the time. You are the former Bloom Celtic CEO right now. Are you able to lead us in terms of these circumstances? Um, and I'll be brutally honest. Uh, I don't want to waste anybody's time here. You were initially suspended, correct? Correct. The suspension was as a result of what? Myself and the chairman, we... We had a, a, a big miscommunication, and uh, obviously words were exchanged, and uh, from that resulted uh, him suspending me. Was it a heated debate? Was it a heated argument? Well, for me it was heated, because the, the end result of it, it led uh, him reacting the way he reacted, which is the suspension. So it means then it was heated. Uh, it could have been handled differently, but uh, at the end, it was heated. The reasons for the suspension when you were suspended, because I would imagine that you got a suspension letter. So when you get a suspension letter, what reasons are then tabled for that suspension? Uh, the only one reason it was uh, insubordination. That's very big English. What does it mean? Well... The, the explanation which comes after, um, because already now this has happened, 
it, it's the it's the it's the letter that he wanted, and on my side, I thought that letter we can still finish it the following day, because when we discussed that letter, me and him anyway, we didn't finish, um, because what was outstanding in that letter it was issues of uh, what figures are, are put in that letter, and standard procedure when we deal with figures, I normally discuss with him. And then we normally come up with a, with a figure, but in this case, I believe he wanted me just to put a figure, and I, I normally don't work that way because when it comes to monies, you need to be accountable, and uh, you cannot just take a decision by yourself. Even though you still a CEO, because he's a chairman as well, so I normally consult with him when it comes to that. So then he, I think he was disappointed that 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 letter was not finished. Uh, the day that you wanted, and according to me, you was like, okay, firstly, number one, the letter is not urgent. You can still send it today. And number two, the letter is not like uh, it's, uh, it's putting the company under any financial stress. So there's no agents in the matter, in the letter. So that's why for me, look, the, 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 the reaction from him shocked me a bit. And yeah, that's what transpired. So that, that, came as uh, insubordination when we talked after the... Because remember, I was suspended and then I came back and then we did talk things out, yeah. What was the period of suspension, though? Um, just less than two weeks. If you want to be exact with, with date, it will be about uh, 13, 14 days, somewhere there. 13 days, 13 days. 13, 12, yeah. Sorry, 13 days. I'm 13 counting now my head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, because you threw a very big word at me, which is called insubordination. I, I obviously have to rely on people that know English better than me. And they tell me that insubordination in the, uh, in the workplace refers to an employee's intentional refusal to obey an employer's lawful and reasonable orders. Such a refusal would undermine a supervisor's level of respect and ability to manage and therefore is often a reason for disciplinary action up to and including termination. Does that sound like something you did? Definitely not. So your suspension would then not fall under the category of insubordination? Uh, look, in, in defense of, of, of the chairman, uh, I think in, in his mind he believed, he believed that, and the, 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 the nearest way that came uh, to him, I think it was insubordination, and uh, of which, in that definition that we have put, none, none was, uh, none was like that. So, you know, sometimes English is not our first language, so we we tend to borrow this uh, language as well. So, I think for him, conveniently, it was insubordination, and yeah. But legally, you could have grounds then to fight back because if that that is deemed to be insubordination is not insubordination, then you should not have been suspended. And uh, rightfully so, you find yourself now retrenched for whatever the reason. Okay, let me move away from terminology and all sorts of things. Again, let me ask you a, a straightforward question. Was this process, in the end, when you reflect back, was this something that was basically a cover-up for you being dismissed? Honestly speaking, 
I'll, I'll say so, yes. Um, the reason why I'm saying that is, number one, we know the processes of retrenchment. I think my my retrenchment it, it is a world record. You, uh, uh, we receive letters on a Monday informing us. Now, in this case, I'm using the word us. Uh, I think we were eight, eight of us. Uh, that on on Thursday, the same week Thursday, there will be consultation, and then the following week Monday, people are going to be retrenched. So immediately there, you can see the process is not is not adequate enough. And then number two, in that consultation, the uh, it was handled by the by the lawyer. The suggestions that came up. They were never implemented, you know, because in the retrenchment process, the process where employees are asked what other options they think can be implemented. Now, I'll give you a few examples that came out is that salary cuts can be looked into. Mm. Uh, number two is uh, what about voluntarily voluntary retrenchment, you know? The lawyer, in not such many words, he was discouraging that. Then, then it, one one is clever enough to sense what is happening. Now, come Monday, when he comes to the office and then says to me, uh, "Chief, you am the area of the bad news. Uh, you are the only one that's been retrenched." You know. So, well, I said, "Well, it is what it is." Uh, uh, so as uh, I did sense it during the week that it's going to come, but I didn't want to believe because uh, I couldn't believe that this is the way that one will leave the club, you know. Mm. And it happened that manner. And then, yeah, it is what it is. It isn't what it is because there is no consistency in the stories uh, that we're hearing. And I'm sure you, you would have heard the chairman uh, chat to us yesterday. Um, he was highly defensive, highly emotional, Unnecessarily so, but uh, it's fine. We, he granted us an opportunity to hear his side, like you granting us an opportunity to hear your side. The, the conversation that led to the heated argument and what you describe as a big miscommunication, was that something that had to do with the letter that was supposed to then be submitted to the sponsors? Uh, Rob, can I can I answer this way? Uh, right. When I when I listened to your interview yesterday, and there was a moment you were asking which sponsor. You know, I was waiting for the answer so that when when you answer me this question, when you ask me this question, I could I could relate and say, oh yes, it was this sponsor. You know, there was for me there was no sponsor. There's no uh, there's no sponsored letter that he was referring to. Now, if if he's referring, because now I have to I have to go back now. Mm-hmm. Uh, in our in our miscommunication, when we were exchanging words, there's, there's there's things that he said. Now there's things that I also said. So now when we came back, uh, when I came back from the suspension, uh, it was on the second of March, and the third of the third of March. Me and him, we met, and then we we talked. We put everything on the table. 
And then with, with regards, it became two points now. Mm-hmm. Okay, the first one was the letter that was supposed to, to the way we're supposed to include the, the figures. Okay, that we talked and then we, okay, shop. And then the second matter was, they asked you to do this document. I said, no, you didn't ask me to do this. You told me to do the contract. And my statement still remains even today. And that's what, this is what I said to him. I said, I'm the one who called you the following day asking, but when we deal with sponsors, we normally do a proposal first. We don't do a contract. We do proposal, then contracts will come later. And by the way, I've not I've met this guy, so I don't even know them. So we're already drafting contracts. So I need to meet with them and stuff like that. So, and even in that meeting, the, those documents were never needed. The guys that we were talking to, they were t- talking about, okay, we'll send you our stuff so that you can send the proposal uh, accordingly because I needed to meet with them. I needed to know the company, what, what obje- objective they want, what they're looking at, so that our proposal can talk to them, you know, because different proposals from different companies. Uh, it works like that. Mm. So even those guys, they propose, okay, Kumbulani, you'll, you'll send us uh, the proposal then, uh, then when you when you're ready, you know. So for me, that's it. There was there's no case, Rob. There was no. That is why yesterday when he, when he said, "Look, me and Kumbulani we didn't fight." I understand because at the end of the day, if you with the relationship that we had, we fight him for a small thing, and sometimes if it's so small, we end up saying, "Nah, man, it's not a fight." Yes, I, I can say today. Yeah, but we didn't have a fight because we talked it out and we re- both realized that we were fighting for a small thing and then we both apologized. And I want to say today, my apology was sincere, but in hindsight, me personally sitting by myself, I'm thinking, okay, maybe he was not. Because why I'm saying that is because on on, on, on Thursday, on Wednesday, we, we we're talking this out. We're doing our apologies. Then the following Monday, you're hitting me with a retrenchment letter. So somewhere, somehow, something is amiss. That is my take. Mm. So it's 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 like that. That's why if we if we meet today, we we okay. If we meet mm. tomorrow, we okay. So it's not like we, there's a big squabble. We're not talking to each other. No, 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 no. It's not. It's not like that's why yesterday you had that confidence to say that. But at the end of the day. The question was, what happened on the day? Was a heated argument? Yes, it was. That's the truth. Simple as that. But you, but you still maintain that there was no sponsor. You, you're not aware of a sponsor. The way he answered the question yesterday, and, and again, you, you, your question was straightforward. Give us the name of the sponsor, you know? And that called you at night waiting for this document. Because those were the, his words. Mm. And I was also listening attentively so that I don't miss the sponsor, you know. And your topic went up, and they say, name the, uh, the, the club sponsor. And I'm thinking now, what, why the dude doesn't answer simply? It's a simple question, according to me, you know. Mm. But then I realized, no, man, something is not right here. And then I said, okay, that's why I'm saying to you, it is what it is. You know, he knows in his heart what he's thinking or planning. There's something that I'm missing, maybe. That's, that's it. But you were not happy with that answer, and you, and and if something is 
misconstrued and we are being told as the public. It's got nothing to do with me. I'm a, I'm a facilitator of a conversation. And that is why it, it was always important for me to maintain my calm. I have done this long enough to understand that people come with tactics to try and divert the cause of the conversation so that if I get caught up in the emotional stuff and fight and make noise on radio, you're not going to get anywhere. All I want is just answers and, and we move on. Um, there's, there's no awards for on-air confrontation. The listeners deserve quality and they deserve answers. That, that, that is all I believe in. Now, when the names of the other four sponsors, I think for water and for fixing cars and for driving buses and all of those, those are sponsors that you're aware of, right? No. You don't know them? The, 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 one, the last one that he mentioned, uh, G6, and, uh, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I don't know them. I, I haven't met with them. Uh, maybe it happened during my suspension. I don't know. But when I came back, most of the guys did report to me the, what was happening, the latest, stuff like that. Maybe they, somebody forgot to tell me, but honestly speaking, I don't know, I don't know them. Uh, I don't know. So, them. In, the so in the 13 days. days of your suspension, G6, as well as, is it Ikaneng? No, um, let, 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 me, uh, let me put it really simple. Sleep sponsor, Itao. Yes. Um, Pudding Rides, uh, Rides, Tweezer. John Williams, uh, you see, John Williams is a group. Remember, Mercedes-Benz falls under, but we, we, the, the deal is with John Williams. So mm-hmm. the, name, the correct name for that, we're not supposed to say Mercedes, we're supposed to say John Williams because of the group. So the, uh, with, the, with, the, with the buses, is John Williams. Uh, technical sponsor is Umbro. Uh, that's it. That's what I know. Maybe... Mm. The other one, but again, I'm saying G6, if, if it's a new sponsor, it could have been launched, should have been announced on Twitter, website, wherever, with us, the way we normally do our stuff. But I don't think we, we did that. So on my side, I don't know about G6, so I can't talk so about it. So as, as a CEO of the club, you don't know G6, you don't know uh, Ika Neng, if I'm pronouncing no, Ika it correctly. Heng, no, Ika Heng is, is, is this company on the construction side. So Ika Heng is part of us. And that is Max Shabalala's company? That's next Shabalala's company is. It's part of, yeah. And Robert, you must I'm going to use a lot, we and us a lot, because I'm, I still consider myself a static. Uh, Not a problem. <laughs> dictator, yeah. yeah. Not a problem. All right, let, let, me, let me give you a moment to have um, a glass of water, um, because you've been making news. Uh, Zolega Kotashe um, is here to tell us the news uh, a little bit more because there's a lot happening around the country. Uh, stay tuned, CEO Kumbulani Kongo, uh, the former Bloemfontein Celtic CEO, uh, is going to be coming up next. Though, but here is Uzolega Kotashe with the news. Hashtag MSW. Um, I mean, Bramag's communication behavior of yesterday is, is coming into clarity now. I mean, the guy was defensive for no reason, at least we thought so yesterday. But, I mean, we understand now, which is a disappointment and it makes no sense, none whatsoever, as to why he was defensive. He could have just came clean. I mean... Things are falling out now. 
Another thing, I think he's running a team like a corrupt politician. A proposal before a contract, it is normal in business settings. But now a contract before proposal and not being accurate with figures, I mean, he's running it like a corrupt politician. Cheers, nice Robert Nice show, brother. Thanks. Hi, Rob. Uh, I would like to find out from Gu Kumbulani Kong. Uh, on the letter that you were supposed to have scribed and sent to sponsors, as per what Max Chawala told us last night, is there any information that he needed to cook, so to speak, that he needed to come up with, even though the information was not correct that Max wanted him to um, be included on that letter that could have jeopardized his credibility. He's talking numbers that were supposed to be there and he said he needed to consult. So did Max Chamberlain want him to do something that was incorrect or put something or information that was incorrect on the letter? I will listen on the radio. Uchiko Mdini, thanks. Uh, evening, Brarop. Um, listening to Kumblan Kongo, I can sense there is a lot that is happening that uh, maybe perhaps both of them they don't want us to know the whole truth. But then, with that being said, uh, I think Sisha is man. We don't need another cheap league as a belief. As a belief, too. Good evening, Robert. Good evening, Mr. Kumbulani. But from what we could tell yesterday, the, the interview with the chairman, Mr. Chabalala, we could just tell about he wasn't being transparent, he wasn't being honest, the way he was just so defensive. I mean, you asked him a simple questions about the sponsors and he just, he flipped. If he was a man that had nothing to hide, if he was a, a truthful, honest man, he he wasn't gonna react the way he reacted. And how is it that um, Mr. Kumbulan is the only one that was retrenched? How how is it that possible? Hi, a lot of things doesn't make sense here. A lot of things doesn't make sense, but he's got experience. He will find something. We just wish him all the best in his future endeavors. Lumkine Midrand. Uh, Rob, uh, good evening to you and Mr. Konzo. Uh, Robert, Mr. Konzo was fired before even his suspensions because. Uh, Touching by yesterday's conversation, uh, I will tell you that uh, suspension was just uh, something just to cover up uh, the processes. Otherwise, he was fired before even he was suspended. Kwanelan Fundisang Islana. Evening, Rob. Bongani um, here from Nausprate. Uh, finally, we've got someone who's not uh, hiding behind uh, uh, someone else's skirt 
or rather jacket or trouser we've got a ceo who's um, willing to tell us the truth because yesterday i believe yesterday's interview was just uh, out of all sorts um the chairman there was just beating around the bushes he knows himself he's running this club like a spaza shop uh really we've got to take steps uh against such a uh, chairman who think they can uh, uh do uh do as they please because really it's not it's not working for other people you can't use people as a punching bag people who have served you for more than two decades and you want to treat them this way it's just not on rob and thank you for the great show and uh yeah thanks hi robert this is kenny in welcome in the free state no man yeah, yeah, yeah. mr max you are missing out the most precious thing that we have left in the free state the most precious sporting coat that we have is soccer in the first state that we love you are missing it who's fooling who here please man evening to uncle rob and the entire msw family this is alungli in coxlet can mr kongo kindly clarify to us and take the nation into confidence or you resigned secondly what were the specific reasons that ultimately led you now to be described as the former Celtic? Chief Executive. Lastly, could you describe for us the general working relations with the club chairman and other board members subsequent to your, I would say, dismissal? Thank you. It is Barawa Sports Worldwide. It's a Wednesday today, chatting to Kumbulani Kongo. He is the former. Bloemfontein Celtic CEO, Zolani Kotashi, thank you so much for the news at the top of the hour. Well, as you can tell, the interest around the story is, is massive. It's not every day uh, within football, especially what we've seen in local football, where an entire CEO gets retrenched for the reasons that were presented to us yesterday. It is his turn to unpack to us his side of the story, and you can almost immediately tell that things don't add up. A lot of people... Kumbulani, and I'm sure you've been listening very attentively to all the people that are listening to every word that you're saying. The, I think the last voice note, if I may pick up on that, and, and for those who might have been joining late, maybe it's an important one to pick up on, saying that, did you resign or were you fired? I was apparently retrenched. And you got that from the lawyer? 100%. Your relationship between, or just the relationship between yourself, the board members, and other executives that run Bloemfontein Celtic, what was it like before the build-up to your retrenchment? Top-notch. Never been a problem, except like any other working environment. You, you, you have disagreements, you have different opinions, you have different ways of seeing the way. That is normal. That is not even an issue. So it was a healthy working relationship where at times there would be arguments and debates, but it was for the betterment of the club. 
for the betterment of the club. Healthy, healthy, healthy relationship. So this would have come at you as something that's unexpected. Shock. Couldn't. I didn't see it coming. Simple as that. A lot of people are alluding to the fact that this whole issue around the sponsor, this letter to the sponsor, and I'll be, again, brutally honest with you, the impression that I'm getting, whether it's from the voice notes, the uh, the WhatsApp messages that are coming through, and including on Twitter, is that you might have been, I, I think even Chico on, on WhatsApp voice notes was leading to the fact about the letter to the sponsor, um, is the information that was there that needed to be cooked, uh, saying that your job being no, jeopardized the credibility. No, were no, were you such. expected to do something that was incorrect? No, no, no such. I, did, I was going to respond on that. There's definitely no such. Nothing was cooked, nothing was boiled, nothing was fried. Hmm. But you, you knew nothing about a potential sponsor. And as far as you know, there is no headline sponsor for Bloemfontein Celtic. There isn't. There isn't. Yes. So, from your recollection as a CEO, the last headline sponsor would have been what? MTN? MTN. And that disappeared how many seasons or years ago? Five, five seasons back. Five seasons ago. Yeah. And it's been difficult for you guys to get a sponsor, right? Definitely. It's been very, very difficult. Do you think you were close now to getting a sponsor than ever before? Look, um, if I have to answer, while 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 when I was still inside, every season we were always striving to get, and every season we were always close. We were on the verge. There was always a promise. Now things change. You know, yearly, yearly. The other year, they will tell you about the economy of the country. The next year, COVID came. Then the other year, uh, there's some regulation that doesn't allow this to happen. So every year, there's a, there's a promise. And then at the end, there's just something that just comes and blocks everything. The, the current status of a CEO being retrenched. And, and, and I figure a lot of people are a bit confused. Your, your powers as a CEO would have been the one that gives you the powers to retrench because you would have been the one running day to day. You would have been the one that is aware of the financials of the club. You would have been the one that is aware of the fact that you're running into financial difficulty. And then you try and trim the fat. You try and do the necessary retrenchments as according to legal prescript. Now, all of a sudden, there is this massive miscommunication, there is this 13-day suspension, and then you return, and then you get retrenched. Who else? Okay, maybe let me rephrase that. Day to day, outside of a CEO, who, who has or wields that power? to be able to know what the books are like. Is this a direct role of a chairman? Does he then become an administrator? I, I want to believe so, uh, Robert. I, I want to believe that uh, the chairman's plan, I don't know, he wants to he wants to run the club 
by himself, 100% by himself. Um, maybe, because remember, the role of a CEO, it's a difficult one. And and I believe you know my chairman very well. Uh, to to manage those emotions, 365 days is not a child's play. Now, at some stage, we will sleep because you cannot stop everything that comes out. And so it becomes a challenge. But now, uh, if maybe Kumbulani is not there, then it becomes easy. And um, then it's his club, and it will be his word. Uh, Not sure the people that will be advising him, will they show him the other side? Or will they just be yes people? So that's a a difference uh, of, of individuals that you find in the industry, you know? So, yeah, uh, we wish them all the best, I think, uh, with their new venture. Hmm. To call it a new venture, though, why would you say that? Because you either call it a new administration or direction, but when you say new venture, it sounds like a takeover. Well, let's look at let's, let's take it as a new administration, new direction. Because remember, from the past uh, all these years, from IKEA goes, it has always been a CEO. They always been a chairman and IKEAs and, and stuff like that, you know. Mm. So that position has always been occupied. But now, listening or hearing what I hear, um, there won't be a CEO. There's a general manager. I don't know uh, coming up from the from. From other positions uh, below, running the you, Do you do you know this general manager? Have you do you know his name or have you met him? Do you know who the person is? I don't know. That's why I was listening for the first time. I listened to your, your, your in your show attentively for the first time because I wanted names, you know, because it was affecting me. I was like, I want to hear who this sponsor that is you're talking about. Who is this GM that is coming or is there already? Uh, who are these peop- other people? Because all of a sudden I hear there's other people that are retrenched. Who are these other people? So it was interesting. And because I said, oh, I don't know. I don't know all these things. But anyway, it is what it is. You've been aware of Ghana, Ghanisto? Now, Ghana, yes. Ghana is a, is a, is a good friend of, uh, of ours. Uh, he's a good friend of mine as well, let me put it that way. Uh, and him coming to the club... It's something that after after Shupi Khadima left, it's a, it's a position that we always wanted to fill, but due to our financials we couldn't. But it's something that we've been cooking up at some stage that Ghana should try and occupy the position, and he did some presentations to, to us and they were they were impressive. So eventually, uh, he he was hired. Um, Tevin Dosser says that you must go to the CCMA within 30 days and open a case. Um, is that something you plan on doing? Uh, to, today's earlier conference, the same question came, and I, I want to answer it the way I, I answered it in the press conference. It's not in my radar for, for now, because we, we, we have agreed what we have agreed, so now the ball is in his court. So if if uh, if he brings the ball in my court again, then it will be something else. But for now, it's not on my radar. What have you agreed? 
with the what you call retrenchment uh, settlement. So we has he paid you out? No, no, not yet, uh, not yet. Uh, and 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 I wish and hope everything goes well after that. That's why so I think the ball yeah. is in his court. Yeah. Is, is is there a, a cut off date in terms of when he needs to pay you what is due to you? Yes. Which is when? The first part it will be end of this month. End of March, first part. How many parts are yeah. there? Two parts. So a fifty-fifty payment. Hundred percent. You off to Amazulu? No, I saw I saw the the reports this morning, and uh, look, the, the chairman of Amazulu responded correctly. We we haven't spoken, so it is uh, no, no. The answer is no. I don't know which which uh, publication came up. Uh, the, you know, in the in the press conference, everything that's wrong, I always blame Sokala Duma, you know, because I, I don't like them. And I know your friend is listening; he's laughing now, Mazwala. Uh, he was hosting the he was one was hosting the press conference for me today. Uh, I say everything that is wrong or incorrect when it comes to Celtic or Kumbulan, it's always Sokala Duma. Chances are Sokala Duma, okay. But no, I, I think uh, we haven't sp- uh, sp- uh, spoken to to Amazulu yet. Yet, that's a big word. When are you going to speak to them? <laughs> okay, don't listen. Don't listen too much. We haven't spoken to to Amazulu. Remember, this is an radio is an audio medium. So when I've got my headphones on, I hear you breathing. I hear you thinking. So when you say I haven't spoken to Amazulu yet, the yet yeah. part stands out because it means that it is going to happen. Have you done your laundry? No, I haven't done my laundry yet. So I'm going to do look, my laundry. Look, Have you look, eaten? Look. No, I haven't eaten yet, but there's food yeah. waiting. Have you had a drink? I haven't had a drink yet because there's a glass that's waiting for me. Have you gone to the toilet? I haven't gone to the toilet yet, but my bladder is full. Yet is a very big word. Yet is a big word, uh, correct. Let's put it this way. Uh, Earlier on, I said I I still like to work in the football industry. It's it's a small industry, and we don't have a throwaway culture in our industry. So uh, be uh, uh, the province with the same name, or be uh, the Windy City, be Limpopo, be Free State, Cape Town, Mpumalanga, Gauteng, and unfortunately not first, I don't have anything for now. Um, where there's professional football, that's where that's where football administrators want to see themselves. What were the colors of Bloemfontein Celtic? Green and white. The colors of Amazulu? Green and white. Have a wonderful time, Kumbulani Kongo. I, I really have always appreciated your availability for us. I know that at times things might not have been great, We've had arguments, debates, but nothing was personal. You never shut down the phone on us when we wanted to. You realized and respected our role that we have to do and play. There's a lot of administrators or coaches who, because of disagreements, when we have on-air conversations or confrontations, then adopt a stance that they're never, ever going to talk to that guy. You know, So you're not talking to me. You're talking to the millions of people that are listening. My role is to try and extract information out of you and everybody else that is part of the show. So those that hold a gripe and keep a gripe and don't want to come because of this guy, this guy doesn't own the airwaves. He just has a role to play. You've respected that. Whether it was good or bad, you've come through. Whether I believed you or didn't believe you, you were there 
and you are honorable enough to respect the people. And that is why today I'm publicly thanking you for that. And I wish you a great journey moving forward. I know we're going to be chatting soon. I know that the doors to football administration are not shut on you. And I respect you, sir. And good luck on your journey. Thank you. Thank you, Robert. And uh, let me thank you. Thank you. Your closing remarks are perfect, spot on. Thank you very much. And I always say, when you when you go to radio, it's easy. Tell the truth. You you speak less. Robert will do the talking. Thank you very much. And I also like to take this opportunity to thank each and every Celtic supporter from the beginning while the team was in the National First Division. We promoted the club, the support and the respect that you guys gave me, and it made me who I am today, to my staff members, to management, to the technical staff, and, and all the players, past and present, even management, past and present, the respect and the honor that you guys gave me, it taught me complain what it is today. And also to my companions, uh, members of the fourth estate, the relationship that I have with them, you know, we, sometimes we exchange words, but we, we, we do it for the end of the game. I also appreciate their work, and that's why today's press conference, I was touched by the numbers of the, by the number of turnout. I want to appreciate and thank everyone that attended in that uh, press conference. Much appreciate. Big ups. I salute you all. Thank you very much. Robert, talk to you soon, and with your friend uh, behind you, Beverly. Cool. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.